It's that time. Pop a top. Beer Can Radio is on. Welcome to Beer Can Radio. I'm your host, Jim, with my brother, Scott. Hey, happy first day of spring, everybody. We have Johnny. I'm still here. And we have Darren. Yes, we do have Darren. Good afternoon, everyone. What's up, Good Darren? afternoon. Welcome to Beer Can Radio. Today on this episode, we are rebooting our brand of Beer Can Radio. We have new equipment. We have the Rode Podcaster Pro is our main setup on, uh, for here going forward. I'm excited. Everybody else that I know is excited, and we are broadcasting from the Spring Tavern. Yes, we're recording live in front of a studio audience at the Spring Tavern in Spring, Texas, on a beautiful day. So, uh, since we got the new equipment, um, we're rebooting the podcast and taking it off of our own hosted server, and now we're going to be available on all major podcast directories, including iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you can get your, uh, your podcasts. podcasts these days. Um, we are recording from the Spring Tavern today. It is a local watering hole that's been a fixture in the Spring area for, what, 30, 40 years now. And it's under new management, and uh, one of the managers is Darren. So, Darren, where are you from? Hey, Darren, you there? Darren, are you here? Yes, sir, I'm here. <clears throat> Go ahead, Jim. Okay, we know you're new to the uh, Houston area, so what made you uh, open up a bar here? Um, well, we, we own a bar in Washington where we just relocated from. Um, I moved down here and got a, got a job and um, had a boss, and I didn't really like it, and I missed the bar industry. Um, and wanted to get back into it. So I started looking for bars that were for sale, and uh, the Spring Tavern was the first one that um, we actually went and looked at. And um, we went and saw it, and I thought it was awesome. Uh, then we had an opportunity to, you know, meet the previous owners and uh, look at the financial aspect, or the financial side of what the business had done. And, um, you know, it seemed like an opportunity for, uh, you know, myself and then the other owner, Bo, and both of our families um, so from a financial from the financial side of it, it looks to be something that could we could make money and support our families with, and then also uh, you know be a fun place to work and operate. So, uh, and that's great, man. Anyone not, you guys have done an amazing ahead. job up here so far. Um, you have an amazing menu here, which I want you to talk about. Um, I know I know you guys do specials every day, and if you could elaborate on that. Yeah, I mean, the the menu we put together, um, a lot of people come in and they say, you know, this is this is Texas. There's, you know, you guys have big Hispanic clientele. You guys should be selling tacos or, um, you know, more Hispanic food, um, which I don't disagree. That would, that would definitely, um, you know, appeal to the customer base that we have. But Bo and I put the menu together based off our experience um, and what we're good at. So, you know, people will ask if the food is good. You know, I know Jim tried pretty much everything on the menu and can kind of attest to it that the, the food, you know, fairly above average, um, if not good, in my opinion, um, because Bo and I put things on the menu that we knew we could execute really well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're serving basic food, you know, cheeseburgers and um, you know, we got wings and appetizers. 
Um, but truthfully, you know, we're making the we're making the food. It's it's all pretty good, um, and we put those things on the menu just because um, you know it's what we know how to do really well. Um, so we didn't want to go putting things on the menu just because people want tacos or um, fajitas or something like that, just because that's not what we're experienced in. Um, yeah, I'd like to interject. Wise, I'd like to interject that go it ahead, is Jim. a good, good uh, bar menu. It's not a trendy, you know, we're chasing this fat or that fat. It, it's good, old-fashioned bar food. Well, and everything I've tried here has been excellent. I mean, the food is above par for bar food. And they actually have this one, uh, um, it's their dessert item, which is their... Uh, the churros. Their, their churros. Oh, they're cracked. Churros. Oh, my gosh, my. they're cracked. Those things ought to be a, come with a warning label. Or at least a vial of insulin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, we pretty much wow. hit your menu. How about your shot specials that you, uh, that you run or your daily specials? I know you have Military Monday. And what does that yeah, entail? We're we're in the middle of revamping that. We're we're rolling out a new happy hour. I'm hoping to have it ready for tomorrow, uh, but we're going to try to have more of just a daily happy hour every every day. From we're going to do happy hour four to seven. Um, what that looks like, I'm still kind of ironing out. I'm hoping to have it ready for tomorrow, but at this point, it'll probably be the week after. So right now, we're trying to do something every day. We're always going to do the military Monday. Um, so far, we haven't had a big turnout, but it's just our way of trying to say, hey, you know. Thanks for what you've done in our way of, uh, you know, trying to give back to people that have sacrificed so much um, because it does mean a lot to us. Um, you know, my I have a brother and uh, grandfather who served in the military. So I, I appreciate the sacrifices that, uh, you know, people like yourself, Jim, have made. Um, so it's just our way of trying to thank the military for what they've done. And, uh, and we thank you for that, too. Not only myself, but my brother, Scott, that's here with us. And then Johnny, all three of us are uh, former military and it's actually oh. it's it's nice to actually come into an establishment and people actually thank you. Yeah, and so I want to say thank you. And our family does have four generations that have served consecutively: our grandfather, our dad, uh, Jim, and I, and then uh, two of my kids. Of uh, one was in, is out, and the other one's still in. He's making a career of it. So it is appreciated when people actually take the time to say thank you to us. And it's been our wow. honor and pleasure to serve, and it's just nice to know the community supports us. Absolutely. Like I said, we just want to do anything we can to show our appreciation, and um, I don't think we could, we can't really do enough or say enough to thank you guys for putting your lives on the line to protect our basic everyday freedom. But, um, you know, we just try to do something, um, but realistically we can't do anything to really make up for what you guys have sacrificed. So, Okay, I do have one question about your shots. I'm looking at the menu right now. You have the Mexican candy that's tequila, hot sauce, watermelon pucker, and tahine. Does that come with tagament or Tums? <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't, but maybe it should. <laughs> it sounds like a heartburn in a glass to me. But Yeah, I, I, I personally never tried that, but I don't like really any of the ingredients except for maybe the watermelon pucker. So I might get a Mexican candy, no tequila, no hot sauce, no tahine. Um, but people people might look at me a little differently if I order that. Okay, I just have to bring this up. I know he, he moved down here from Seattle. Seattle. And yesterday, I think, was the first time he ever tried crawfish. Really? Yeah. What'd they you think had about a, it? They had a crawfish boil here at the Spring Tavern. And let me tell you what, they were really good. 
And I think that was the first time you ever tried them, isn't it, Daryl? That was the first time I tried them. Um, I don't want to go making everybody mad with my opinion about the crawfish, but they weren't my favorite thing. Although, as I've tried to explain to a lot of people, I just, if it swims in the water or lives in the water, I don't really like it. I don't like fish. I don't like shrimp. Um, so I wasn't expecting to like it. I didn't even truthfully want to try the crawfish, but I felt like I had to. Uh, as part of the initiation, uh, moving to Texas, I think it's eating crawfish from what I've learned. Um, so I did try them, but no, they weren't my favorite thing. I did, I did think the spice was really good in them um, for the guy that was making them for us, Gary. Um, but yeah, it tasted a little fishy for my uh, palate. I understand. Now, you guys have been doing an amazing job with your renovations in here. It looks great. You've, you're doing a hell of a job. Um, as patrons, we appreciate it, and we know we know it's not cheap for everything you're doing here. But man, you guys are making a hell of a hell of a uh, impression on the the regulars and the new people that come into the Spring Tavern. I hear nothing but high well, accolades from everybody. Well, thanks, Tim. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're just kind of getting started with all the all the things that we want to do. Um, as you kind of mentioned, yeah, we got to. It's a little expensive to do anything, um, as anyone knows. Um, so it takes a little time, but we're just getting started. We're trying to just make it an awesome place for everyone to hang out um, and have a good time and uh, meet new friends. Um, you know, I can say I've only been been involved since uh, the 12th of January, which is when we closed on the business. But, um, you know, I met made a lot of really good friendships already with, uh, you know, you and Johnny and um, I only met your brother Scott a couple times, but he seems like a real nice guy as well. And then, a lot of the people you guys uh, kind of hang out with and meet up with are just exceptional people that are a lot of fun to be around. So, Yeah, there's a uh, lot of regulars who've been hanging out here at the tavern for decades now. So, it's, Absolutely. It's a, a, a great thing that it's being taken care of and being brought back, um, and I think better than ever. And um, as a non-smoker, my wife and I, one of the reasons we didn't come up here is because the smoke inside the bar just was so thick we'd go home and we could smell it on our clothes and as a non-smoker the fact that it's just limited to the deck now makes it so much nicer up here and as a smoker i appreciate it as well because you can go inside the bar and not smell that just days old nicotine yes it, it the appearance is better it smells better you guys are, like i said smell, it doesn't smell like a bar exactly <laughs> yeah there's there's no cloud hanging down from the ceiling anymore. correct and like I say, they've they've done a lot around here. They've made a lot of improvements, not only with the menu, and they've got a lot of ongoing improvements that I'm not going to go into, but there's going to be some changes, and it's going to be all for the better. Oh, speaking of the menu, I do have one nitpick. You have nice beer brats, but what's with the no sauerkraut? <laughs> well, see, that's another thing that I've kind of learned. I've, I've sort of heard of sauerkraut. It's like... To me, sauerkraut's like grits. I mean, up north, we don't even have grits. And down here, everyone's like, you got to, you know, if you go out to breakfast, they have grits. I'm like, what are, what are grits? Which, uh, truthfully, <laughs> when I heard grits, I, in my mind, I thought a grit was like a sausage. I mean, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't realize it kind of looked like cream of wheat. So sauerkraut, I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a southern thing. I guess we should probably work on getting that. So um, It's a German thing. It's a German thing. It's, it's real popular and prevalent up in Chicago. And um, also down here in okay. Texas, this part of Texas, you have a very high German influence. Yeah, uh, Central right. Texas, uh, there was a lot of German settlers. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, sauerkraut. I mean, that was something I vaguely heard of, you know, in Washington. So, yeah, I ordered we'll the get uh, it. beer brought, and it was brought to the table, and I'm like, it's naked. 
So. Well, sorry I didn't meet your expectations, Scott. <laughs> hey, nothing was left on the plate, so, you know, it wasn't that bad. All right. Glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to comment on about your uh, uh, your establishment here at Spring Tavern? No, I just want to say, you know, so far I appreciate everyone's support. Uh, 99% of people are extremely friendly and welcoming. Um, and, you know, kind of north hospitality thing okay you're breaking up a little you're driving like, through a bad area i guess because you're so, breaking up pretty bad uh, i would like to take this time to uh address our listeners and say that if you hear a lot of background noise today we are broadcasting or recording live on the deck in alding westfield which is a major road uh, runs right next to us so normally we're not going to have this level of background noise but we do record outside even uh, when we do this from home we're standing around the back of jim's pickup truck bed we're just not this close to a major road. Right. Um, but you still will get the airplanes flying overhead and the sirens from the fire station and all and that. One, but thing I not did as wanna, often. one thing I did want to add about the Spring Tavern and the things they're doing is they're actually bringing back live music to the bar. Which is awesome. Bringing bands in here, which is a wonderful thing. So, what's been the one thing about the tavern that surprised you the most since you've uh, reopened it? How much, Doug Bitches? Um, the one thing that surprised me the most, that's a good question. Um, Dealing with the county? I can't say that I've been, like, super extremely surprised by any one thing. Um, I mean, I guess initially the one thing that surprised me was that the, the clientele was all very, uh, a lot older than I was. Um because I felt like as a person my age, I'm 28, I felt like there were a lot of people my age hanging out because I feel like the bar is a pretty cool place. And um, we just didn't have that clientele. And I, you know, honestly, I, I think part of that was that it was smoking and a lot of the younger generation isn't smoking. So they maybe couldn't tolerate it. It seems like we're starting to get some of those people now that we're kind of doing some things that appeal to the younger crowd as well. Um, but overall, I can't say I was like extremely surprised by any one one thing that has happened or well, I've seen that I've also on Saturday so. night, Friday night and Saturday night. You're getting a lot of younger clientele with the karaoke and uh, and your live bands. And even you know, even throughout the weeknights, you're getting younger people come in here, which is uh, it's refreshing to see, you know, to see new yeah. faces coming yeah, here all I the mean, time. Yeah, I mean, when I say that, I mean, I like, you know, personally, if I was going to sit around and, and bullshit with someone, I'd like to sit around with people your age because you guys can tell stories and teach me things that I don't know about. And, um, you guys are you guys are fun to talk to and shoot the breeze well, with, and I, I love remember. having you guys. We're old and we know things. <laughs> Been there, done that. I, I said experience, Johnny. I didn't say old. <laughs> Isn't that the polite way to say it? So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, anyways, the, the moral was that I, I like having you guys as well, your generation, but we also want to have that younger generation as well. So we're just trying to appeal to everybody. Uh, and have a good mix of, you know, different ages and um, people from all different walks of life because I feel like that's when, um, you know, no matter what, we can really, someone could be interested or um, possibly meet someone that they wouldn't have otherwise met. So exactly. I think all those things are positive. And let me tell you something. Uh, what I really appreciate about uh, appreciate about you and Bo and uh, actually both of your wives is that when you guys are up here working, you guys are working. Right. These you know, not, your, these, your are wives, abs, these are not absentee owners. All four of you are out there bussing tables and in waiting tables. It's actually refreshing to see that. I mean, because you'll walk by and see an empty bottle or whatever. You'll pick it up, you, you know. 
Yeah, the staff here is very attentive, and that was an issue I had with the tavern before, is a lot of the uh, wait staff had developed uh, friendships that, you know, they would pay more attention to certain customers than others. And there was a couple of times I stood around for more than two hours without any, you know, a refill. And it's hard to sit here and drink in a bar and not have anybody come out and, and actually wait the tables. Yeah. But now it's, you know, every time you turn around, you need anything? Or, yeah, I mean, everybody's friendly and helpful and it's and genuine. I haven't seen anybody up here that, you know, just seems to be working a tip. They really care and, you know, they're friendly because that's who they are. And it's nice to see staff like that. Y'all have made some good hiring decisions. Well, one thing we appreciate yeah, I mean, is this has been our neighborhood bar for a lot of years, and we're glad somebody like you took it over. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I think we've it. been drinking here longer than you've been alive. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that, that's, that is a true statement. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you guys all saying that nice stuff about our family. I mean, truthfully, you know, we've all worked in the service industry most of our lives. Obviously, you know, we're in the industry because we really like it. Um, and, uh, you know, as I've kind of alluded to, you know, we've got to make friendships, which is just really an extra bonus for us. I mean, obviously, it's, you know, it's a job, a job in a sense to take care of our families, but making these kind of cool friendships with you guys. And uh, I think, Scott, you were kind of talking about how sometimes, you know, it seems like maybe people are being more attentive. It is it is tough when you get people, you know, even, you know, you guys, because we know you guys so well, it's hard sometimes to kind of pay attention to everyone equally. But, um, you know, you try to have a conversation and still watch. Um, obviously, it doesn't always work out that way. And I appreciate you guys were saying that used to happen. But, um, you know, just from our side of it, you know, there are obviously like certain people more um, or we connect with them better maybe is a more accurate way to say that. But you always got to try to keep an eye on everybody else while you're having a conversation or whatnot. That yeah. way uh, everyone gets the service they need. Since y'all reopened, that has been the experience. We haven't had any real issues uh, with it not happening, so we do appreciate the effort that you guys are putting forward. And I, well, I think the tavern is a lot better now than it was this time last year. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was closed this time last year. It was closed. Well, yeah, I was going to say. I was going to. I was going to say the standard's pretty low since it was closed a year ago. Yeah, well, years ago it was closer. a nickel. <laughs> and you guys, I mean, you guys are following CDC guidelines here. It's a very clean bar. You, you don't run across, you know, sticky tables. You guys are actually paying attention, you know, and you're do, you're doing your job. And I like the way you rearrange the, t- rearrange the floor mat in there, and it's pretty COVID safe. The tables are farther apart, and it actually makes it look like there's more room than there used to be in there. Oh, without a doubt. And we wish you nothing but success with your with your uh, venture here. And I thoroughly enjoy the bar. You know, I come up here when I can, and. I just want to thank you and Bo and your wives. You, you guys are doing a hell of a job. Please keep it up. Well, thank you. I I always appreciate having all of you. I always appreciate appreciate shooting the breeze with you guys. And um, anytime you guys want to sit around and talk good about me, just give me a call. It's uh, refreshing. Yeah, we'll do um, that. And uh, well, next time we'll try to have you here live. Yes. And, yeah, that'd be fun. And we don't I'll be mind there next time. Actually, it's kind of fun sitting out here broadcasting, uh, recording live from your from your bar. Next time we'll do it. We'll actually do it live. Out there, so they can listen to us on iHeartRadio and Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, we're going to be available there. You go there, you search Beer Can Radio, and uh, we're this is our home bar. We're going to pr- promote the tavern and help, hopefully, make you guys a great success in the spring community. So, for any of our listeners who do want to try to uh, check out the tavern that are in the Houston area, we are in Alding Westfield, just south of Cypresswood. 
All right. Well, I appreciate you guys having me. Um, I feel uh, lucky to be the first celebrity on your guys' show. And thank you for being on. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Thank you for opening the establishment back up. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, Darren. Well, we'll see you when you get back. You have a great trip. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Bye now. There you go, guys. That's Darren. uh, On the Spring Tavern. On the phone call from the Spring Tavern. By the way, that phone call is a new feature from this uh, Roadcaster Pro. And that was one of the things that we wanted to do is be able to take uh, live phone calls versus how we did it in the past to where I had my iPhone on speaker. I'd call somebody, stick the uh, microphone up to the the bottom of the microphone and try to get them on. So you could hear us. They couldn't hear us. And it was just a pain in the butt. This is a much nicer setup. Yes, it is. And it's actually counting the minutes that we've been on the air, which is, what, 21 minutes so far, 23 seconds? Well, and the uh, soundboard we have now is uh, specifically designed for podcasting, whereas we were using... um, garage band equipment before um in uh we had a, a frankenstein kind of setup so this is uh, setup is so much easier for us and it's going to allow us to get the recorded episodes up on to the directories faster than what we were able to do and with that being said we're going to take a break real quick uh we'll be right back <laughs> 